Boy, those low clouds moving in just about sun up and they just refuse to leave. It's your boy Jay-Z. Grab your hookah. Grab your shisha. It's time to smoke. Let's see. So we are... Um... We are on episode 40, ladies and gentlemen, the big 4-0. Wow. We are now 12 episodes out from a year. We're officially four decades old. Y'all know that? What? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, four decades. That's... (laughs) uh, that's, Sorry, y'all aren't on the two-puff Tonian calendar yet. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. are you aren't on that one yet. You're you're still probably on that bullshit like Gregorian calendar or whatever it is, like that right. fucking January through December. Mm-hmm. Yours are just big blocks. <laughs> <laughs> Mine are just decades. Yep. Every month is a de- like a decade. It's fine. Like okay. every episode is a, is uh, four years. So we got um, so we got episode forty. This one's gonna be fun, yeah. party people, because um, we're going to be testing product on this episode which is something that we've never done before uh we're both using uh the same exact product and we'll be giving our our feedback on that if you did not listen to last week's episode i let y'all know that i was going to california um for a hookah lounge closing um i also got to uh meet up with uh my my best friend over at Cloud Reza, and I also Aww, got to see uh, some other notable hookah people in the industry. Uh, so I'll be telling you about that. Um, and like I said, we'll be going over our first product review. And as always, at the end of this segment, um, you can prepare yourself for the world rocking, uh, I guess, you know, world famous. <laughs> I'm trying to think of m- more things to add on. on. Yeah, to add on to this one, but uh, Dude, how much yeah. weight did you smoke on that cabin trip? <laughs> Zero. Like, you came back Zero. all kinds of confused. Zero. Well, yeah, I mean, I don't believe that. <laughs> none. <laughs> Absolutely none. Wow. Yeah, it was. Um, uh, a lot of dispensaries have closed in California. Um, it is not the same as it was two years yeah, ago. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. So yeah. that explains something. Yeah, like, I had to I had to ask questions because I was like, "Hey guys, weed is legal here, right?" And it's like, "Yeah." I was like, "So where are y'all's dispensaries?" And it's like, "Yeah, the the closest one from here is about forty five minutes that way." And I'm like, "What?" Yeah. In Denver, it's like one's across the street from the other. It looks like gas stations. There's just green plus signs all over the place, and I'm just like, "So that was my thing," because like back you know before I went to L.A. like a while back. uh Y'all kept telling me that, like, oh, yeah, it's, like, you'll get crazy deals. Like, they're everywhere. Like, yeah, no, like, no, like, no worries on that. And I was just, like, I got there, and I was, like, yo, what, it, am I, like, did I just stay in a bad place? Like, what? No, f- man. Yeah, they yeah. said that there you was You see what a, I'm saying now? Like, Yeah, there's different rules in different counties now, and they're making different counties safer, safer and they've, you know, locked some down or shut some down. There's a lot of raids that went down, and they pretty much just kept picking on uh, some dispensaries and they huh. just started closing and yeah it was uh, it's pretty weird I didn't see any advertisements I saw like one small billboard for it and I was like it really does not feel like weed is legal here actually I didn't even smell it like Vegas huh. you can smell it Colorado you get off the plane you can smell it it's it's everywhere but in Cali I was like huh only thing we had was just 
bad air. <laughs> yeah, that's about right. That's just just some bad air. Um, so I don't know and where I got to. Yeah, and the coronavirus. Now, <laughs> speaking of the coronavirus, uh, I'm not trying to get sick. I don't like being sick. Um, and, you know, there's some things that I listen to in the news that I'm like, eh, you know, that's not going to be me. You know, some t- I, I have a hard time believing the weatherman sometimes because they can be wrong and they don't lose their job. I think it's crazy. But well, <laughs> it's, weather is it, so unpredictable. So. Yeah, yeah. But it's like, hey, pack your umbrella. And then like three o'clock. My bad. It's 100 degrees. Well, <laughs> so, yeah. That's Texas weatherman for you. Um, but yeah, so I, I wasn't trying to get sick. So I actually had a mask. I had a uh, I had a black mask. It wasn't a, a blue mask. But it was still the same uh, concept. I just didn't want to have blue. I just wanted black. So I looked like a ninja going into the airport. In Dude. fact, the guy at the TSA uh, said, "Yeah, ninja!" As I went through the metal detector. So I thought that was cool. Um, what's getting... what's kind of wild to me? Like like I'm sure you got a lot of weird looks going through that airport because mm-hmm. like not to bring race into this, but you're a tall black dude with dreads and like wearing sunglasses and a full black mask in the airport. So, you know, people are a little extra racist in the airport. So there were probably some looks. Yeah, it was like, it, it was some weird looks. It was kind of like a back and forth of, a, it seemed like a little bit of fear, um, but also a little bit of like, oh my God, is that person sick? Like, is yeah. he trying not to get other people sick? And that's essentially what happened when I got onto the airplane. Um the lady who was sitting behind me, we were in uh, three seats per side, and she was sitting in the middle seat behind me, and she saw me walking in, and as soon as I put my, my bag in the little top area, she's like, oh my gosh, are you sick? I'm pregnant. And I was like, no, I'm not sick. I'm trying not to be sick. I, I think you should probably have one of these as well. And sure enough, the people that sat on her left and right side both had a mask, and uh, I had a mask, and so did the person to the left of me. So she was she was the only one without a mask. And some people were like, you know, we don't know how it gets transmitted. We don't know this and this. All I know is that there was a case that was confirmed in L.A. and that there was, you know, a couple million people that made it out of uh, the city before they went on lockdown. So who knows what could go on? There's a lot of people passing through L.A. So I was not taking my chances. I had hand sanitizer with me. I had my mask with me. And uh, yeah. And, you know, to get onto a plane, sometimes I, I smoke a little bit. So. I don't want everyone to see see my eyes, so I wear sunglasses Dude, even inside that's, an airplane. That's the thing, so, though, right? Like, <laughs> so I walked on the airplane looking like a Unabomber with the, with yeah, the black mask. Yeah, you did. I saw the picture. I was like, damn, how'd they let you through security? Like, I mean, like, that's the most surprising thing, But though, I kept to myself, thing, man. Like, I kept to myself. I just... I'm just so surprised they didn't ask you to take something off. Because, like, you had pretty much your entire face obscured. It's yeah. like you had just walked into an airport wearing a ski mask, essentially. <laughs> like, like you were getting ready to rob a bank. Like, well, I mean, like when I show my like, ID, yeah, dude, you're good. We don't need to see your face for the cameras. <laughs> That's probably like fine. Well, I mean, I show my ID like when I'm getting in, and of course, I kind of slid, you know, my mask down just so the person could see it. But then I put it back up, and you know, I <clears throat> that was the only time I took the mask off was just to show my ID. Other than that, stayed on the whole time. Dude, but I'm that so was surprised. Yeah, that was I'm that so was surprised me. they didn't at least go, hey man, can you just take like the sunglasses off so we can get <laughs> we got something? Like 
But I mean, like more and more as I started, you know, to look around the airport, I assume it's probably changed even more now that they're saying more and more cases are, you know, popping up. But, um, you know, I wasn't the only one that had a mask. You know, there's there's different colored masks and different grades of masks because there was definitely a, an older um, guy who had on what I would think you would need um, if you were going over to like uh, Chernobyl. Like this guy had on a huge mask. Like That's he awesome. was, he was just walking around. I don't like know, a full ass like rebreather. Like <laughs> yeah. that's awesome. Has yeah. the filters. Like only the purest air for me. Yeah. No germs. He just attaches canned air to, to the, the, the filters. Like looks like Bane. That's a Spaceballs reference. <laughs> Anybody uh, there? You know, but after after wearing the mask on the airplane, I gotta say. um I'm kind of okay just wearing the mask even without there being some sort of virus passing around. Now, I've never um, become sick from someone on a plane, but now that I feel like I'm just like hyper aware of my surroundings with what's going on, I just realize how many people cough and cough mm-hmm. on an airplane. <laughs> like just even with my headphones on, I just hear this like <coughs> just like a nasty cough, and I'm like, you know what? This uh, this mask might stay with me. <laughs> and and it's one of those things too, though, because like, I you and I have traveled enough together to know we're both headphones people. Like we're for sure both just like put the headphones on, yeah. play on the music, let it ride. Yeah. So like, I'm not always like like you know I I've never gotten sick off a plane either, like from someone on the plane, but like. Now that we're talking about it, because I usually listen to music or whatever, I don't hear those coughs. Yeah. But I know for a fact they happen. And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, man. Like, I haven't <laughs> thought about it until now. I'm like, okay, got to get some masks. Like, yeah. 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 Got to remember the mask when I fly. Yeah. So um, I guess um, this is uh, part of the intro. We're just talking about just a little bit of that usually uh, goes how it usually is uh, how it goes you know, we just usually kind of just goes talk how about it stuff and then we're like by the way you're in episode 40 of the hookah yeah. podcast yeah yeah so uh party people yes you are listening to a hookah podcast so there is going to be some rumbling like you heard just right now and some uh, bumbling um definitely some is, bumbling probably on my part yeah yeah um, I've got a diffusey on mine, so uh, it's a little it's a little smoother. Um, but today's episode is episode forty R and D with you and me. Yeah, so uh, yeah, research and development because that's what it's all about. That's how you get to uh, having great products uh, on the market. So um, we are going to be talking about uh, what we're smoking, and this segment that I had I think has a beautiful name. I'm going to let. My co-host and our author of this uh, <laughs> uh, segment, let the people at home know what's going on. What's that there in thou cup, my brethren? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, y'all, I get I got really tired of just typing what's in the bowl every week on our notes. So it's just like, I got to entertain myself. And for some reason, we just stick with it. And I don't know why. I Maybe it. it's because there's pieces of like little nuggets of gold like that one. <laughs> Yep. Yeah. That yeah. as soon as I read that, I was like, "That's a keeper. That's a keeper." <laughs> uh, so, what's going down in your bowl, brethren? So, so I your only cup. said cup because I didn't know if bowls really existed. <laughs> like when they would have said things like that, I was oh, like, yeah, I don't know for if sure. bowls or like weird." I feel plates. like I feel like I if they know. had a cup, they had a bowl. I feel like the, the bowl came first. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. Yeah, you're probably right on that one. Yeah, okay. Anyway, you're cracking up coconut shells and scooping those up. 
Yeah, I mean, I guess that's true. I guess I guess they had a hybrid version of the cup bowl. Yeah, like, I mean, you drink and eat out of this bowl. Yep, <laughs> then someone perfect. was like, "Hey, put a stem on the bottom of that." Hey, we can we can make that taller and small and like skinnier so we can hold it. I got you, dude. You're gonna love this. Your ancestors are gonna love this. Back it's a cup on a stick. Wait, what? That's a cup I on said, a stick. It's a cup on a stick. Oh my god. Anyway. Uh, what I've got in my bowl, and I'm uh, I'm pretty excited to announce that almost nothing has changed. Almost wow. nothing has changed. Wow. But the one thing that has changed is very exciting. So I'm smoking Starbucks Bowl Black Peach Mist with a little little bit of trifecta twice the ice in there. To be honest, I only had like five to ten grams left of. Uh, black peach mist so i say a little bit of twice the ice but it's mostly just twice the ice smoking that on my b2 precious cut like usual with the ripper hose uh and the cloud lotus 2 now where it has changed is i am still smoking a cloud vitria bowl Uh uh-oh uh-huh but i am smoking the ceramic version yeah 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 it's uh you know you seen the glass ones? You seen the metal ones? Now we got a clay one, ceramic yeah. one. I don't know if clay and ceramic is the same thing. I feel like clay is like the material, like the raw material, but then ceramic is what, like the process, like or like the the finished product. Uh, clay and ceramic are often used to describe different materials <laughs> for making pottery. Clay is a type of ceramic, but not all ceramics are made of clay. Clay is a natural material that comes from the ground, and ceramics are variations of materials that harden when heated, including clay. Okay, okay. Got it. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so I'm smoking the cloud ceramic bowl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the black one, which I think is called lapis. Yeah, lapis is the just the ceramic bowl. Oh, lapis is just the ceramic bowl. Yeah, yeah. Are they doing those... The, the dumb names for the colors again? <laughs> uh, no, I, I think it's... Uh, Please tell me you talked him out of that. No, we could just were... call it black, white, silver, gold, whatever. <clears throat> I, I, I honestly, I think it is just black and white. Those are just going to be oh, the only colors. So you won't have uh, Nearest or... Uh, uh, I won't go through all of them. Sorry. I kind of just uh, want to dr- just drop the... I just wish you would drop those names. <laughs> well, what are you going to call them then? Are you just going to call them gold, bronze? Yes. No, no, no. Yes. No. It works perfectly fine. <laughs> call it the the cloud Samsara. Well, I'm not saying you have to call it like, that. I mean, you can call it whatever you want to call it. Yeah, well, but when I'm working, it's trickier. <clears throat> okay, like, fair, fair. Yeah. All right, so uh, in my cup, thou brethren, I have exactly the same thing as far as the hookah setup. It's always that wuka setup. Um, but I will, I will be busting out the um, Etheria, the mini chrysalis, uh, on the next episode. So you'll be hearing me smoke from that um, because I finally got mine in my possession. It's at my house now, so... Boom. I want to try try the chrysalis, too. Yeah, I've I've got both. Maybe I'll bring them into the office. Um, You don't got to bring the chrysalis, man. I know how much of a bitch that is. (laughs) It's heavy. I I helped you get it in your car. I don't... (laughs) Yeah. I'm not asking you to do that, my guy. We're friends, but... The the fact that you had to help me get it in my car should speak to the people at home that this thing is a beast of a hookah. It's basically a coffee table. (laughs) It's basically the size of a coffee table. Like... Yeah, and it's it made is. of marble. Like it's not a light piece of yeah. equipment. Like, and if you uh, happen to break that marble, 
and you have to wait for new marble to be cut in Italy and then shipped and then only to receive a large wooden box of broken marble. You cry. You just Dude, cry. That was <laughs> it's such still a in my office. Box to see you open, my guy. I was just like, this feels very weighted in one area, the bottom, yeah. <laughs> not oh, evenly man. spread out. Uh, but yeah, so in my bowl, I have some hipster mint and I have some azure royal raspberry. Um, during my trip in uh, Cali, uh, I talked to uh, a homie, Travis, um, who put me on a azure royal raspberry with strawberry guava mix. And it is okay. delicious. That it is good. delicious. Um, he's going to put a name to it and we're going to put it on the site for you guys to try. But if you've got those flavors or if you're looking to make an order, try those together. It is very, very delicious. And in uh, and this shisha is loaded inside the same bowl as Sean, but surprise, surprise, uh, it's a white bowl. So, uh, it's, it's... Damn, we didn't plan that out at all. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, yeah, I've got the white No, white we, we got bowl. that yin, yin and yang shit going on. Oh, yeah, you see the logo. I'm the white, you know, with, with the black bowl, and you're the black with the white bowl. It's in the logo, man. It's right there. Yeah, right there. We're yeah. just putting it out there. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's what's going down in my bowl. So, um, once again, I, I went to Cali for a lounge closing, which I, I think is, to some people, when I when I explained it to a couple of them, even some people that were there, when they were just like, what are you here for? And I'm like, I'm just here for a lounge that's closing. And it's just like, wow, you came all the way from Texas for a lounge closing like of course because it's you know it's friends family you know this is this is the homie yeah, and that's this, still a ways though i don't know man you know like, it's like ron neve like everybody over there i love y'all but like that's a long wait <laughs> like, you know and at the same time i also i said that i would be there so this is okay. you know like this yeah. is one of those things where i was like yo if you're putting up you know the keys i'll be there for the closing like for sure and you know it's not an expensive flight and i hadn't been over to cali in about two years and i knew that at the same time i could uh you know knock out a couple of things while i was there so one of the things that i did was i went to go see hookajan which i told you all in the last episode when we were talking about vendor relations of course i went there and i had a great session i even got to try out a mig hookah which was very 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 nice um and they even got to do like a little video and while i was there uh more and more people started showing up and it was really kind of uh it was really kind of hitting that people are traveling in for this and this is kind of this is kind of crazy like yeah me coming all the way from texas is one thing but some people drove from even further didn't even fly they drove in uh some people flew in i mean they all came down for this this tiny little lounge nothing like fancy club or anything like that you know it's just your standard lounge but it was it was more so the people there that made the trip what it was um you know i also got to go to the regal barn which is i'm jealous incredible incredible just seeing all the different things the projects that are still being worked on i'm just like oh my gosh finish this this is gonna be insane so uh really when you when you see that you definitely have even more appreciation for uh the regal pipes just looking at how they're being made and how much work he puts into into his stuff and really it's just 
It was a blessing to see. It was very, very nice. Listen, when it comes to Regals, man, like, so I like, I love Regals. Like, of course, I love Regals. But, like, you know, their initial release, their initial models were and still are fantastic. Then they, then they just kind of, like, dip their toes into that weird, like, diamond wood. That's where I'm at. Like, exploration. And, like, I, they looked fine. Like, they looked cool. But I was like, ah, I don't know about these. Like, for the. But then. Man, then at HEW3, Hook Expo Worldwide 3, they busted out some of those... Uh, the resin. Some of the, yeah, some of those $1,000 stems. <laughs> and uh, I was like, oh, y'all made a jump. Okay, <laughs> y'all did that little, that little, you know, y'all were playing in the in the kiddie pool with those diamond woods and, you know, y'all testing it out, tossing stuff out there, and you're like, no, 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 we can do better. And then just... <laughs> I'm God. telling you, man, they have some stuff. <laughs> Dude, if I, like, I would love to just, like, look around that, yeah. that place. Yeah, and it's not even just, it's not even just Regal, you know, hookahs there. Because the thing is that this is, um, you know, the, the guy behind Regal, George, um, you know, he's more than just a hookah manufacturer. He's also a, a hookah collector, um, <laughs> mass source of information. He's I mean, also he's a, a good dude. Correct. Um, just a huge source of information. Um, but also, he just has this vast collection of old, old pipes. Um, I mean, we used uh, uh, old Syrian pipe. Uh, we, we had different bowls, old Tangiers, classic hoses. I mean, like, there was so much stuff there that was that was so cool um, to see and use and stuff where I was like, I didn't even know that anyone still had one of these oh, i found a louis vuitton hose oh my gosh <laughs> oh my gosh there was just so much stuff there um but one of the big things is that kind of connects to what this episode is all about is um i got to go and see the cloud team or <laughs> i say cloud team it was really just me and reza uh hanging out but uh this is where i would like to move to the next segment unless you wanted to throw anything out there no, no, no. No? Okay. No, that's all I got. Okay, well, uh, you saw this on our Instagram feed and our Facebook feed because, like I said, I think we said this in a previous episode, we're going to use Facebook. We're going to we're gonna try and get on it more. I so, also uh, use Facebook today. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I was throwing out some comments. I was replying to people. Okay, I was okay. specifically Marco, I think. Shout out, Marco. What's up? Yeah, so, I, yeah we, we did get effort. some comments on there. Um, but yeah, in, uh, in the post that I made, I said that we have a segment called Smoker Pass in the Cloud Lab. And uh, that's what I, I'm going to talk about. air horns. Burr, burr, burr. Burr, burr. Edit that in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I always have fun uh, going over there, testing different things. Um, for those who do not know, uh, I was the first one to kind of do the review on the original Lotus. It looked way different than what it does right now but um we've been kind of connected since way back when and it's just been an awesome kind of relationship just seeing uh his ideas come to fruition you know if we are talking about unfinished projects in the regal area um i obviously can't say anything about anything that cloud is doing but there's just unfinished projects that i'm like yo yo <laughs> do when this, this stuff, one <laughs> when this drops yo but uh one of the things that we were uh talking about was uh ceramic bowls so uh last year 
uh, Reza sent me a ceramic bowl and it was designed like the metal bowls where it has the notches for the Lotus 2 and on this ceramic bowl it was it was not a good look it looked bloated the bowl was a little thin I felt like the heat spiked too much and those grooves where they had them since they're ceramic or clay they kind of inflated a little bit in the in the kiln so I felt like it didn't even sit on the ridges right and I was just like dude please we don't need ceramic like this thing is thin it just doesn't fit this is don't do this don't do this mm. and then so we're there in his, <laughs> at his place, and he's like, I'm surprised you didn't like the, uh, the ceramic bowl, because we were talking about, you know, any, uh, talking about glass breaking, like the glass breaking in the vitria. And I was like, yeah, dude, you know, the one that you sent me. And he's like, ah, oh, I didn't send you the updated one. And so he pulls this, he pulls so, this bowl. What? Like, yeah, I was like, what? And then he shows me this bowl, which is the bowl that we're using right now. And I'm like, oh, dang, this is... This is different. This is way different. But then I was like, you know, this still doesn't avoid what we were just talking about, which was, you know, splitting from high heat or this and this or just cracking in general. And then he said, well, it shouldn't. And he takes the ceramic piece out and threw it across the room, bounces off the floor. He walks over, picks it up. Yeah, there you go. God, I what I in the what the balls? Like, I guess if I made it, like, I guess yeah. if it was my thing, like my product, I'd be like, yeah, all right, I'll do it. I don't really care. Like, yeah, it just seemed like some like Elon Musk or Tony Stark something, where it's just like that that kind of just confidence of just taking your product, just like, oh, you talking about it breaking? No, yeah, I mean, I get it. You would think ceramic would break, but no, try this. Nope, I, so nothing. You told me that story. <laughs> yeah, like in the in the office yesterday. And like I was standing in the in the doorway to your office, he handed me the bowl and I was looking at it. And you you brought that story up, and he was like, "Yeah, he just threw it across the room and it was fine." And then I just had that moment. It's like I had this in my hand, and I was like, I just kind of looked out into the main office where the, like the floor is concrete, and I was like, "I'm gonna do it. <laughs> I'm just gonna throw it out there and see what happens." And I was like, "I can't. I can't." I was like, "I can't," because. Honestly, it was a little selfish. Why I was like, I just, I like, I, I want to be able to use this bowl first, like, right, and I, right. I don't want to just like break the bowl that I was gonna have, like, yeah. I, like the most that I've done now is when I came home, I told my girl the story, and then I threw it onto our uh, quartz countertops. Nothing happened. Threw it on the floor, uh, <sighs> which is a tile floor. Nothing happened there. So I'm like, okay, but that's not what this bowl is intended to do. Yeah. It's just in the event that it should fall or anything like that, you will be fine as far as um, as far as it heating and cooling and whatnot. As so far, it's been a okay to be seen for me. Yeah, it is a okay with me. So uh, that was just a wild moment. Like honestly, my response was just laughter. I could not stop laughing. Like yeah. I was just like, "You gotta be kidding me!" That's <laughs> just, awesome. just the balls of just no, it shouldn't. I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> I just imagine you sitting there, and as he goes to like frisbee it or whatever, you just like have that moment of no. Oh. <laughs> Oh, yeah, God. yeah. It's like it, it, to reference Tesla again. It's like that cyber truck where they're just supposed to throw the baseball at the window, and it's like, no, this window shouldn't break. Only the window didn't break in this scenario, unlike yeah. the Tesla one, which I have to say was hilarious. Just so seeing Elon's funny. face, just like, oh, it to broke. Be, to be fair, 
in a, in, a, in a somewhat slight defense of, of uh, Elon Musk, he, I mean, yes, he did say the windows shouldn't break, but the whole thing was that they're bulletproof windows, which <laughs> not baseball proof. Well, <laughs> no, I mean, but bulletproof windows break. Like mm. they just the bullets just don't go through them. Right. So it just it's like <laughs> it, it distributes the force in a different way, and like and it's thicker. So like they technically did their job. I was like, they, yeah, he was kind of overinflating it a bit, but they did their job. So, like, just throw yeah. that out. There. I'm, I'm expecting there was some test where they threw a baseball at it and nothing happened. So, like, all right, good, let's go on stage. They probably also didn't replace the window after throwing the baseball at it the first time. Like, yeah. So, this is one of those things where, you know, if I'm to go off of, you know, the relationship that I've had or the feedback that I've given to, uh, cloud in the past. These are those things that I like. You know, we talked about uh, voicing an opinion and that opinion being heard and action being set on it. You know, when you go from telling someone after they created something and sent it to you, like, bro, this is trash. Please do not do this. Stop. Here are all the things that are wrong with it. And then to come back and be like a year later, like, all right, I you said it. these were things that were wrong. Here, try this. And you're like, what? But. This isn't even the same thing anymore. (laughs) Yeah. And like the the amount of like effort that, you know, goes into some of the cloud products, it's it's not a situation where it's just like, uh, you know, some companies get emailed like a list of things like, hey, we've got this and this. Would you like to make this? Uh, This is completely opposite. This guy is going out and seeking different things, looking into different markets and seeing who makes the strongest of the material that he's trying to use within all different market markets, whether it's cooking, building material or this and that goes to those areas, talks to those people, tries to find, you know, the top of the top and then just starts working with them. And that's where we have these different things. Um, uh, one of the things I was looking at was on the mini chrysalis, the glass I thought was glass. It's actually plastic. And, Oh, plastic has uh, one of the things that he says is like plastic is a hard name to put out there because everyone has a connotation of what plastic is. They're just like, oh, thin, cheap plastic. You know, it's just plastic like you're cutting costs with this plastic. But he's like, this plastic is not normal plastic. And I was like, dude, I just watched you throw a ceramic dish. I I believe you like (laughs) I've been following you for a while. (laughs) He was like, you know, this is this isn't like uh, the plexiglass stuff where you can scratch it just by putting it on your countertop where you're like that that scratch stays there forever. You know, this plastic is super, super thick. But I'll get to uh, I'll get to that when we talk about um, the ethereal or the mini chrysalis. I'll talk more about that. But now that we are on to um, this bowl, this ceramic bowl, um, we can move along in this segment and get out of the Smoker Pass in the Cloud Lab and move into a segment that we like to call testing product, product testing. Yeah, that <laughs> one. <laughs> R&D with you and me. Yeah, so let's get this thing it. started. We'll keep it. We'll keep it. Uh, it's the self-titled segment. Yeah, the self-titled segment yeah. that we like to call R&D with you and me. So um so yeah, we're we're basically kind of going to be talking about like, you know, in our hookah lives, we've come across or been given or sought out various like new products, shisha bowls, hoses, you know, hookahs, accessories, kind of all across the board. And like 
we either, you know, we get sent them or we find them and like, we have to try them. We have to like test them out. We have to give them a shot. We'll, you know, do our due diligence and kind of, you know, give it a fair shot amongst the rest of them and see how it does. Give it the good old college try. Yep, yeah. Um, so, I mean, like, you know, and I imagine you, us being two different people, we have kind of different processes and different things we look for. And, like, when we get new products across our desks and it's, you know, I, I just figured we kind of go into, like, uh, you know, kind of the things we look for and, like, what kind of... Uh, what kind of, of criteria we hold these things to. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. And one of the things that I think should always be, if you are a vendor, it is never how great the product is for you. Um, you know, when it comes to me testing things, the first thing that I think about is customer usage, how the, the ease of use for the product. Um, because one thing that I do not want to carry as a product that once I sell it and it gets to your house, that you have to call me. I, I should not have to talk to you after we we send you this product. Now I can understand, you know, if you're ordering a hookah and you've never, you know, set up a hookah before, that's something different. But if someone has created a product or a bowl and it just requires all these different, you know, processes to, to get it to function, it's probably too involved. You know, there's some products that get a pass, but on most cases I'm looking for something that is plug and play, ready to go. You open it up and you can use it. Yeah. Like you don't have to completely relearn. Yeah. Like a, 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 you know, a method like, okay, cool. You got your first hookah and like you finally, you know, after a couple two fifties, you finally have your bowl packing method down and you know how to make a good bowl. And it's like, okay, cool. I got that down. Now let's explore like new things. Let's, you know, find different products. And it's like, Oh, I don't want to have to like start over. Like, <laughs> this is this is dumb. Like yeah, yeah. I mean, so what's what's what is your favorite product to test? Um, it, I can tell you, it's definitely not shisha. That is uh, not my favorite thing in the whole world. Okay. Um, okay. Because I and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna name names or anything. But, uh, there's a lot of bad shisha out there. There's a lot of bad yeah. shisha out there. There's a lot more bad shisha than there is good shisha. And, I, you know, it's just, it's, it's because, you know, in some instances, I guess, it's people trying to just kind of cash in and, you know, kick off this new brand, but they outsource everything. And it's like all kind of just like whatever. And they're just like, all right, let's, let's sell, sell a quick couple pallets of this and get out. Right. Right. Um, so it's just, they don't put any effort into it. Like there's... There's a lot of a lot of those brands. So just statistically speaking, if I get a new brand across my desk, like that I've never heard of before, never had any experience with, it's probably not going to be good. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, it's probably. Are you, are you saying like in the that, last like, in the last what like two years? Or are you just saying in general? Because I feel like. We've been introduced to things like, is this a five-year span? Is this a... I'm going to just... This is from my entire hookah career, right? I just... Stuff just comes across my... You know, it came across the counter. It came across the, the, you know, the through the lounge. It came across, you know, my desk at Hookah Shisha. Like, just... Or, you know, in in kind of other other capacities. Like, if I ordered from, you know, a vendor a long time ago, I would get, like, a sample of something or, like... Mm -hmm. You know, stuff like that. Just in my lifetime in hookah. 
There's a lot of bad shisha. A lot I'm of just bad not shisha. excited. If I don't already have some kind of like established relationship with that brand at this point, like I'm, I'm skeptical. <laughs> like I'm, I'm skeptical, just statistically. Okay. But, okay. but in all fairness, there are absolutely brands that I do smoke that very much impress me, and I and I very much appreciate. And you know, I'm like, oh, that's pretty good. Like I would smoke that. Okay. You know. So you like you like testing flavors from brands that you already smoke. That too. Yeah, I mean, for sure that. Yeah, I I definitely like that. But even if it's a new br- it's just like it's a gamble, right? Yeah. It's never a sure thing. Like it could be a great session or it could be a bad session. So like I don't I don't like testing shisha that much. I still enjoy it, but not as much as I like other things okay. for that reason. Just cuz so, it's a gamble. So, but what's your favorite? Uh my my absolute favorite Probably is either going to be uh, probably bowls, to be honest, because okay. I feel like there's more just stuff happening. You can like, you know, you know, yeah, there's just different stuff happening there. Um, whereas like HMDs, it's kind of the same concept. Hoses, it's kind of the same concept. OK, it's a stick of aluminum and a silicone tube. Um, over like hookahs are cool, too. Like I do like to test hookahs for sure, but I, I kind of put that almost in its own category sometimes. Okay. Yeah, because um, that's that's where I'm at. Like, I enjoy testing new hookahs. Um, yeah, I, I, I guess if we are counting hookahs in all of this, yeah, hookahs, hookahs are definitely probably the number one. But bowls would be number two, I guess. <clears throat> yeah, and I like hookahs that are new. Like, I don't, like, I'm very much aware that, you know, if you were to say, and I, th- I think you were... You were in the room when we were joking about this, but let's say you get a KM and then there's an oxidized version of of that KM and you're of like the same model. Just... <clears throat> yeah, of the same model and you're like, Oh, this oxidized one smokes so much better than the normal one. It's like, dude, they just changed the paint. Yeah, <laughs> like, literally. They, like, that's just the paint. Yeah. But you know, testing out a new like the B two hookah that's coming out. There's a F F no, not F twenty two, the Enox hookah. It's a stainless mm-hmm. steel hookah that's uh uh, being talked about online like that's a completely new design new setup that's definitely something that i want to try mm-hmm. um, but things that i do not like trying my absolute most hated thing to try and this comes around quite often because i, I think this this category outweighs the amount of bad shisha categories Charcoal. and that yep that yep. is charcoal. Yep. Oh, it's so charcoal. not good. It's so bad. Charcoal is oh the worst God. thing to test. I hate testing charcoal. And I hate um, how many brands there are yeah, that dude. have charcoal and that say that it's the best charcoal. Like, it kills you know me. Get, you know what gets me is when mm. they put shit like 30% less ash. Yeah. I'm like, what does that mean? The whole <laughs> thing is going to turn into ash. It's a piece of coal. Yeah. But I mean, it's like going down the toothpaste aisle. It's like, how can there possibly be this many brands? Like, how yeah. does it look? Like, I just envision there's one plant that is just going through with the same charcoal, but there's like 60 different boxes they can choose from to put it in. I'm pretty sure there's only three three factories in the world that make charcoal. And like, yeah, I don't know. Like, it's it's wild. It's like, wild. You know, and you know, like I said in many episodes ago, once you find your charcoal, I get it. It is very hard to market a new charcoal to you, but that is just one of the things I hate. Whether it's just a new taste being on the bowl. Well, uh, it, I mean, going back to the toothpaste analogy, though. I mean, like, 
it's it's almost impossible to market a new charcoal. It's like I feel like it's coals are toothpaste, right? At some point a couple years ago, you found one, you just picked one up, and you started using it, and now you don't want to use anything else because it tastes weird. <laughs> like that's just. Like, you buy the same brand of toothpaste. You don't just switch it up because then every time you brush your teeth, it tastes weird. Like, you're not <laughs> yeah. used to it. So yeah. you just don't bother. Like, yeah, and that's one thing. It's like... You look for the bulk packs, like the three packs or whatever for a better deal because you're just like, ah, it's toothpaste. I'm going to need it. Like, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Shit. That was a real look into my adult life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When I, when I look at charcoal, man, like when it comes across my desk, I mean, there's some traits on packaging and this kind of goes with several different things whether it be a bowl a hose or charcoal um the packaging you know i've had charcoal come across my desk and the cardboard is already kind of falling apart or it's you know kind of already opening or it's super thin or the plastic that's holding the charcoal inside is just that super cheap crunchy plastic i'm just like okay there's not a lot of money put into this product already and then you go and put it on the burner and then the whole place smells like oh my gosh what is that smells like sorry testing new charcoal yeah the box says that it doesn't smell but this is obviously a lie yeah clearly I'm, a lie yeah and it's like if this doesn't even smell right on the burner i'm not gonna put it on my bowl because and like, my my health is involved with this i'm not going around just inhaling on every random charcoal piece that comes across my desk to be to be fair, no matter what charcoal you use, there's gonna be at least a little oh, bit of a smell. Oh yes, oh yes, at least a little bit of an odor. But then there's some that have an odor that like <laughs> they were that weird kid in middle school who didn't know how to shower and his parents didn't buy him deodorant, like that kind of odor. You're like, yeah. oh, oh, these are like you, you can smell them through walls. Like, yeah, oof. Yeah, so you know, when it comes to the brands, the brands, you know, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm okay with testing flavors because I feel like that was my upbringing into hookah, and that's still one of the things that, uh, you know, I still do, which is testing flavors. And when it comes to like picking flavors for the site, um, you know, it's not something that's done by one of us. Usually, you know, if we're looking at a brand, we'll have, you know their top sellers like we'll just say hey send us your top sellers and we'll go from there all of us have a bowl in the session or <laughs> all of us have a bowl in the warehouse so we all mm. go and pack it our different ways and i and, say and I hey mean, guys we, send we me all feedback smoke different things too so like <clears throat> oh yeah you know we like things that i may not want to try maybe you know the guy next to me wants to try or like the other guys or some of the warehouse crew like like everybody has different palettes so it's flavors don't kind of go to the wayside just because, you know, one or two of us may not like the profiles. Right. Like, so it kind of gives everything a fair shot, like right. amongst everybody. Yeah. Because there's some of us that like double apple and there's some yeah, of us that are. don't like double apple. So if a brand sends just double apple, I'm not smoking it. I can't really judge anything on that. I'm just going to tell you it's bad. So I have to give it to the people that I think are skilled and tasting you know, various double apples to put in a ranking because if I'm just going to do the ranking, it's just going to be bad. And they're just yeah, not going to yeah, get exactly. a response. But, uh, you know, like I said before, we all try it. It isn't just, oh, you know, one person didn't like it. So that's that. No, if other people like it, boom. Okay. It's just not for me. N not everything in the hookah world is made for you. And, um, 
yeah, I mean, that's that's pretty much where it's at for that. But um, for product testing, um, you know, when it comes to flavors, there's there's a couple of things. I mean, I feel like this goes for a brand in general. Um, you know, one thing being the packaging, but also just taking a look at who's talking about them. You know, because one of the things I, I feel like that we have never really done is we've picked up a new brand that has absolutely no foot in the market at all no one knows about them usually they've been around for a little bit at least we've seen people talking about it or we hear customers talking about it those are usually the things that you know we're we're looking to pick up not trying to test our luck on some random joe schmoe's product and see if it works on our site like that's 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 a little crazy we're not gonna be the guinea pig yeah no we're good we're good we'll pass on that and then when it comes to flavors it's the important thing is you know the flavor output is just like a flavor review we want these things to be in high numbers you know if we're gonna pick up a brand and be like okay this flavor is really good but it only lasts about 25 minutes nailed it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's like, all right, we, we don't want this. Like this, once again, going to the plug-and-play concept, it's a plug-and-play. You can put it in, but the customer's probably going to be upset that it didn't last long, and yep. they're going to call us, which is not going to be okay. Or this one, you smoke it, and it kind of tastes like Play-Doh. If we all think it tastes weird, if we're all like, hmm, this is this is strange. We got a brand that tasted like dry spaghetti. <laughs> I, like, on God, I think it was supposed to be a coconut flavor. But like, it literally just tasted like dry <laughs> spaghetti, like, like that, uncooked spaghetti noodles. And that and that brand actually had some serious packaging. I mean, they oh, had some. I was nice, so impressed with the. Packaging. I was like, "Wow, good job, they guys!" Were like these like wood, like like uh, they weren't wood, wood, but like they're like that plastic, like that is like made to look like wood. Yeah, but they were like slide. They were fifty grams, and they like slid off and like inside was like this nice like sealed package packaging was great as soon as you opened that (laughs) had problems so like this is like this is one of my things though because like with charcoal like and 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 correct me if i'm wrong but i feel like we both have certain little things when we're testing you know bowls or charcoal or shisha that we just kind of immediately look for like you mentioned uh ease of use right yeah like one of mine is like with charcoal specifically is like you mentioned it though how are they on the burner yeah like i'm gonna light three or four of those coals if it's a bad you know whatever brand i'm just gonna light them and i'm gonna look at them when they're done on the burner like because they're you're gonna be able to tell a lot by how they look and how they smell when they're on that burner Mm -hmm. and that's kind of where i decide i'm not gonna even bother with that or (laughs) yeah sure i'll give them a shot um with shisha you can't always you can't always make like have that confidence Mm -hmm. because like you can't always just like look at it or like just take a quick whiff and be like uh because like (laughs) we we all know how shisha flavors kind of evolve and how can be a little the smell can be a little deceiving yeah so like you still gotta smoke it to know and then you smoke it and it turns out to be exactly what you thought it would be which is dry (laughs) uncooked spaghetti noodles (laughs) and you just have a bad day because now like you just cleaned your hookah to smoke this flavor and give it a shot. Now you got to clean it again to get dry spaghetti out of, your, out of your base or your bowl or your stem. It was so bad. It was so, so bad. So bad, bro. Yeah. It was, uh, so but, you know, bad, those, those are things. Sometimes you win, sometimes you don't. And, you know, um, sometimes we, not to say that we're on the fence about it, but sometimes we're like, okay, this is 
this is pretty good. I like this. And you pass it around. Okay, we like this. This is this is gonna be pretty good. I think I think people are gonna enjoy this. And we try out, you know, a couple of flavors and then wait for some feedback. Boom. Other people like it. Okay, let's pick up a couple more flavors and then slowly build that collection. Boom, boom, boom. Next thing you know it, we've got an established brand and we can go from there. Like that is the perfect scenario for any type of product. You know what? You know what I look for in bowls, first <laughs> and foremost? Not even ease of use. Like I was just thinking about it and I was like, I mainly look for if the design is just stupid or not. <laughs> like you look at it and go, how, why did you think that was going to work? Like the ones that get me are like the, uh, the, uh, like some of the octagon balls, like the mm-hmm. sharp plastic edge, like octagon balls. And I'm like, okay, that's clearly not going to fit an HMD. So it's not going to be used for that. How are you going to foil that? Cause it just shreds it. You just so, got, you just got to be careful on the, on the, on the grips, the tight I mean, grips. Crap. To some extent, but it's just like that's not a good idea. Like what was right. what was wrong with round? Like the <laughs> you just edges, gotta have other shapes, bro. The edges don't add anything. Hey, look, I've got a flower like, bowl. I've got an arrow bowl. I've got a. I've got all different types. I mean, like like shapes. I don't even know how to do the flower bowl. I've actually never smoked out of it. I don't think it's a hookah john bowl. He did like yeah. one run of them, and they're flowers. I mean, like I guess decoratively, sure, I guess, <laughs> but like. You, the edges, like the corners, like some of the designs just don't add anything. Right. Like the, literally in the in that octagonal bowl, the actual bowl part of it is still a circle. It's just still it, it's still a circle. Yeah, but you got you and know like, square edges for an easy use of your charcoal. No, you know? no, that's not how that works. <laughs> it's not how any of this works. No, I mean like I don't know, man. Like it just. I just some bowls. I just look at them. I'm like, but, but why? Yeah. Like I, I feel I you. No, like there's like the 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 one that was like an actual full size cup, <laughs> like like an actual full size drinking cup. <laughs> Shit's crazy. Yeah, but I mean, like the the hookahs are kind of where <clears throat> I would like to keep my uh, my product testing at because oh, yeah. I feel like. For for tobacco, I feel like we're we're kind of at the end. Like we're, I, I don't really see too many new tobacco brands coming up or coming out or anything really to write home about. Um, there is some stuff coming from Russia if it ever makes it onto the U.S. market, but I already know how I feel about that stuff because a lot of that stuff is high nicotine stuff. I don't think there's anything light coming from uh, Russia, so yeah. I already know that. I'm pretty good with uh, with my blonde leaves. So really just trying out new hookahs, new shapes, new, you know, diffusers, new gauges. That's pretty much where I kind of want to keep things um, for, for my product testing. Um, you know, hoses, really all you can do is, you know, change the handle. This is not really, not really much, I mean, that you can do from there. Uh, in, increase the quality of the silicone. I don't, I don't yeah. really know what else is is there so i mean i mean we're pretty much at like the peak right like yeah i mean we did this a couple at least maintain the claim that it is a hookah hose and have all the fundamental qualities of a hookah hose yeah i mean we mentioned this like several episodes ago but you know we kind of already hit the boom like as far as new products go i mean really to test out tongs to test out 
coals, the test. I mean, we've already got the best coals in the market. We've already got, I would say, the best shisha on the market. You know, there's there's really not much left other than just creating new hookahs. Yeah. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. I feel like, you know, if, if the door was wide open and we didn't have any kind of uh, looming FDA, you know, flavor bans or, you know... Um, you know whatever else is about to happen with uh with shisha brands if the door was wide open and we could keep creating new brands sure i'd be more optimistic at what the future could hold but right now i just feel like you know everyone should just focus on getting their wildest ideas out there when it comes to hookah and let's test them let's get it tested um but speaking of testing let's talk about what we have with us because what we have with us is a cloud vitria ceramic bowl i am someone that uses the glass version um the metal version is out and about but i just i don't know i've been using the glass for so long i don't really have any reason to switch over to the metal um but some people like their sessions a little bit warmer a little bit hotter and a little bit more instant of just boom boom there you go and uh, that would be two Puff Tony over there puffing away. He is a metal bowl user, so uh, I'm a metal bowl user. I am. I, if this if this is the element, I am glass, and he is metal. <laughs> but now we are on to earth, earth. ceramic, ceramic. So, um, how how are you doing over there? Because this is your first time using this this it, product. It is, yeah. I specifically waited until this podcast to test this bowl out. Okay. Um, it is not as warm as I would prefer, but it is still a perfectly fine session. It okay. is smoking very well. Like, it's just me, so I want it a little hotter. But like, yeah, it is smoking uh, fantastically. Honestly, like, if I wasn't looking at it, if I if I didn't know it was a ceramic bowl, I'd probably, I, I don't even know. I would just it, it would be, not even a second guess on how like. You know, if I just saw a general shape of a Vitria, I was like, yeah, it's going to be a good session. Like, yeah. So so, he, so here's one thing to... They've, they've knocked it out of the park on all three, in my opinion. So here's one thing to point out. On this ceramic bowl, and you can see in the picture, the one thing that's different between this and the metal bowl or even the glass bowl that I use is that there are no notches for the I Lotus 2. Yet, we are both using the Lotus 2. So when you're looking at that in the glass bowl or the metal bowl, if you were to use the one that has no notches, um, I feel like that 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 edge is a little bit higher. So there's a little bit more of a air gap there, which I think is kind of like a loss of uh, a loss of heat flow. So whenever you have that on there, it's Technically, you're supposed to use the Lotus 2 bowl with the Lotus 2 and then the Lotus 1 bowl with the Lotus 1. But in this scenario, I'm looking at this and I'm like, so are we going to have a ceramic one made for the Lotus 2? And it's like, no, this one is this one is made perfectly like it sits perfect. And then I put it on there and I'm like, whoa, whoa. So you can actually use this one with the Lotus 2 or with the Lotus 1. Actually, you could use it with any HMD that you have because they're all just about just around the same size and uh, one of the things that he was pointing out on this is that um, he can be a lot more precise with this than glass Um, I would probably say it's a little bit different than metal I feel like metal you can be even more exact but yeah but he said yeah between this and glass he can get this you know what with the product that he's working with right now he can get this just 
perfect, perfect, perfect. And awesome. so, yeah, I was uh, I was really blown away um, by that. So we are both using the aluminum Lotus Two. Mm-hmm. There is a stainless Lotus Two, and I use that for the first uh, three or four of my sessions. And uh, when it was the first session that I had was actually with Reza, and he used the stainless steel Lotus. And with the stainless steel Lotus, you can preheated so he had that thing on the burner with the coals and uh so that's that session kind of started up faster when i did it at home i didn't preheat it so it did take a little bit longer for that whole process to take up and honestly i actually had to flip a coal because i think (laughs) since i pulled my lotus out of the garage it was pretty cold so Mm -hmm. once i put those coals in there they were starting to like hold on we're freezing down here, so I just gave him a quick flip, and then that session really turned on. I'm pretty sure if I flipped those coals earlier, had I realized how cold my Lotus was, the session could have started a lot quicker. But this is actually my first session with the aluminum uh, Lotus 2, and boy, did this session just kick on in <laughs> no time. I was, I was actually blown away, because I took my first draw like it was the stainless sessions that I had before where I felt like I still had some time. Like I take a couple puffs and I'm like, Oh, I'm not there yet. This one. No, I took that first pull and I was like, Whoa, 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 wait a minute. Hold yeah. on. We're here. Okay. Okay. Hold on. Got to take yeah. a coal out already. Dang. All right. So, uh, but for this, um, as far as the heat, um, it is, uh, a notch, two notches above glass. It's, it's um, like a good in-between. Yeah, it is it's a like good in-between. It's like a good in-between of the glass on the lower side and the metal on the hot side. Yeah, and as far as like holding on to that heat, this ceramic one. Now, I haven't really, like I said, I haven't played around with the metal one at all. Like I've had sessions with it, but I can't even remember how those went. But as far as the heat, um, what I want to say, not conduction, but, you know, it holds on to it. It Heat retention. There you go. The heat retention with this... Um, it just holds it. It holds it nice. I feel like I've got kind of like a nice extended use. Even when my coals are dying out, this bowl is still nice and hot where I feel like the glass kind of cools off uh, a little bit faster than this uh, this ceramic one. So uh, oddly enough, this was not something that um, we picked up uh, because we uh, over at the warehouse, we're going to be picking up the um, the black cloud lotus which was i don't know if i showed a picture on that on our instagram actually i showed a picture of that on the hukashisha instagram it was a black lotus Mm -hmm. so we picked up those um but i didn't pick up any of the ceramic bowls because this was before i went to go see reza i was under the assumption that it was the same ceramic bowl that he sent me a year ago so i was like no i don't want anything to do with that but now i go out there and try that and i'm like uh so can i amend that order i want to change a couple of things on there um now i will say that this bowl is still going to be this bowl is actually um a little bit more than the glass bowl and the glass bowl is 36.99 37.99 and i think that this ceramic bowl is at like 45 i want to say so this is a little bit pricier um for your ceramic bowl but like i said this thing is is thick it's heavy yeah it is it is a lot heavier than i expected it to be (laughs) yeah i mean it's i think it's heavier than the metal one because the metal one is aluminum so it's a little light the glass one is glass so it's got some weight to it but this thing is 
is a beast. You immediately <laughs> notice it. When yeah. It like, so when you feel this and understand that it was thrown across a room, you're like, Jesus Christ. Like this, you could probably, you know, pick up three ceramic dishes, like dinner plates. <laughs> and like that's, it, it's, a, it's a thick piece. It's a yeah, thick piece. For sure. So um, I think this was, this was kind of cool. Trying out uh, a product together on yeah. a podcast um this is not the only product that i brought back from california for us to try um mm-hmm. <clears throat> surprisingly enough even though we were just talking about trying out shisha brands and trying out uh, different things uh i brought back some shisha but it's not tobacco it is tea backo. Oh, it's that heaven leaf. It is that heaven leaf. Ooh, um, yes. I don't know which episode it was, but we were talking about shisha alternatives, and we brought up this brand. Uh, I had a chance to meet up with them at the lounge party, and I said, guys, do you have any heaven leaf on you? And of course they do. And I won't tell you the flavors just yet because they Save are that for next episode. They are shocking. You will get a teaser of what these flavors are going to be, but me and Two Puff Tony are going to be smoking these flavors at the same time on the next episode. And so I we'll be giving for you for the first time. Yes, for the yeah. very first time, um, we will be smoking these flavors, and uh, we'll give you kind of a rundown on what that is all about. Uh, but I think that kind of wraps up our product testing. Um, did you have anything else to add on this? I feel like we we jumped. We jumped around. around. Um, we jumped around for sure. No, I think I'm good on this one. I've, I've said my piece. Yeah. So we said bowls, this and that. My favorite thing is hookahs, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. I mean, if anything else pops up, I'll probably bring it up again when I'm listening to this in the playback. I'll be like, oh, I wish I should have said. So I'll save that for the next time when we're still testing product. Mm-hmm. But now, since you were just talking about smoking a flavor for the first time, I think it's time for us to move over to the number one segment in all of podcast history it is the thing of things where we tell you about a flavor (laughs) where we tell you about a flavor that we've never had in our hookah life until this week and um yeah here we go it's a segment segment that we like to call what's it tastes like yay yay and um i want you kick this one off Okay, I'm going to kick it off. All right, so this one was a surprise. I actually, um, you know, when I realized that I was getting towards the end of the week, I was like, "Uh uh-oh, I didn't smoke any new flavors. And then I went to the Regal spot. And like I said before, there's some relics in there. There's some things that you thought had just disappeared. But nope, he's got them. And one of the flavors was a flavor that I never got to try. Honestly, it was never on my to try list, but it did have kind of um, a historic uh, feel to it. And that is because it is the first Tangiers flavor. Do you know what blend number one is? I do not. It is apricot. Huh. Apricot is the number one blend. It was, it was the starter blend. And um, there is apricot spring edition or spring or seasonal spring. Um, which is available, readily available, but it is not the same as the original apricot flavor. And of course, uh, George had some apricot and I don't know how he got it, but he has it. And I'm thinking that, you know, if this is super old, I don't really want to get involved with this stuff, (laughs) but, uh, honestly, that was 
pretty incredible. Like I'm, oh. I'm actually gonna go ahead and get some apricot spring edition or whatever, and just smoke it again, just because even though I know it's not the same, that taste that I had from that bowl, I was like, all right, apricot has pretty much been disgusting in any other brand that I've tried it in, but this one was just like a sweeter, but it still had the tangiers back tone. I don't know, man. It was. It was one of those ones where the hose was passed to me, and I was like, what is this one? Oh, this is apricot. Damn. Uh, well, the hose is in my hand. Um, all right, let me just take a rip. And I was like, oh, wait. Hold on. This is apricot? Okay, wait. You let said me, apricot, right? You didn't let say, me, like, apricot. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, let me get a couple more puffs. And next thing you know it, I'm just puffing it, and I even apologize. Um uh, to Matt, who is uh, another hookah podcaster, um, who we will have on the show here uh, shortly. But, um, you know, I apologize to him. I was like, hey, sorry, I'm hogging a hose here. <laughs> but I, I wasn't even sure if he even made the bowl. It was just like I just realized that I had just been puffing on this flavor for a bit. So, apricot. Uh, I'm actually going to give this one a 9 out of 10. Wow. Um, because it's just one of those flavors that I probably won't be able to smoke ever again but i'm glad i got to kind of mark that one off of my uh off of my book and say i had the official first blend of tangiers so uh yeah that was uh that was a fun experience awesome yeah that sounds uh i did not know uh that's what that was yep yep so that was the first flavor that tangiers made yep number one Weird. apricot why'd they pick apricot I don't know. Huh. It's that's just blend number one, apricot. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That's I don't know, man. And I, and I will say that there is a Tangiers flavor. I don't know when it will release. If they'll release it, I know it's it's bouncing around right now in stores, not online. But it is a flavor called Cosmo, or Cosmos, uh-huh. and it is the Tangiers double apple flavor. Oh. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Oh no! <laughs> there's apple. There's I'd, yellow apple. There's some other ones, but there is not. I told myself been... I wasn't gonna smoke dark leaf. Mm-hmm. But if if some double apple tangiers crosses my desk, I'm not uh, not gonna give that a pass. So <laughs> yeah, Cosmos. Damn, that's crazy. I'm still trying to wrap my head around why they picked apricot as the first flavor <laughs> to do. I don't know, man. But hey, I guess it worked out for him. Yeah, it did. Uh, <laughs> well, this week, uh, I did not smoke a historic flavor <laughs> uh, that doesn't really exist anymore. Um, this week, I went. I did go into like a, a somewhat, I don't want to say historic brand, but somewhat older, older of brand. I went into Afmani this week, uh, and. I, I smoke something that I a flavor that I, I'm I'm typically pretty skeptical about. Um and it's their I do not know how to pronounce this, but it's their like the strawberry one, the nabashi nabatia. Nabath Nabathan? No, the I don't know how N A B A T I E H. Nabati strawberry. Nabati strawberry? Sure. Yeah, sure. Let's let's roll with that. Um, I, cause I don't know, strawberry flavors just don't typically do it for me. Um, they all kind of taste weird in, in my experience. So, but I was like, you know what? Sure. Let's give it a shot. It's a hundred gram. It's relatively cheap. Let's go for it. Uh, you know, it was fine. It, it wasn't as, as offensive as I thought it was going to be. 
in terms of like the artificial strawberry flavoring. Um, on its own, not not something I would recommend too heavily. Mm-hmm. Um, but I definitely could see it working well in that. What was that? The the something strawberry guava mix that you were talking yeah. about earlier? Yeah, the zero strawberry guava with the royal raspberry. Okay, okay. Oh, wait. So, stra- yeah, strawberry, <laughs> strawberry guava is a flavor. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. Just making sure. I was like, I can't remember if that's just a, a mix that somebody made. Okay, anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, so I feel like it'd be good in, like, a recreation of that. Like, if you, if you got, you know, strawberry guava and... Uh, raspberry separately mm-hmm. um it's not bad i just i, I probably would smoke it on its own ever again so i'd probably put it at like a four and a half out of ten. Oh damn as a standalone <clears throat> okay but as its potential in a mix i'm gonna bump it up to a five and a half out of ten okay so it, it you know it's it, it's it, it improves i feel like it'll it'll improve in a mix so Okay. Okay. Well, I I said that I was gonna keep uh you know the heavenly flavors secret, but I will drop this one just because there's a little story to it. Um, I have said that I'm allergic to apples and peaches. Uh, I don't know if I've mentioned this as well, but I'm also allergic to strawberries um, in the same uh, strength. But when I was at the Heavenly and I said I wanted to grab a couple flavors, uh, he asked if I had tried their strawberry. I said no, and he said you just need to smell it because it has been voted um, by several of his customers and even people in the lounge were just like, this is the strawberry. And he's like, we went through so many different flavors trying to get this right uh, flavor nailed down and he opened up the package unrolled it and wow i was instantly getting ready to smell the, the either syrupy or just the buttered popcorn yeah buttered popcorn, you, is, what buttered I'm popcorn about. is is that that nasty nasty taste but this stuff smelled just like strawberry preserves like oh, this man. is crazy 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 strong it is so accurate that i am actually scared to smoke it so the fact that you have smoked this strawberry solo flavor uh leads me to believe that you can smoke this straight strawberry heavenly so i will give it to you yes i have it and i will give it to you and you can puff along and let me know what you think. Um, yeah, but yeah, so now you can... There you go. We started this off with, yeah, I don't want to try any flavors. But we did say if it was from a brand that we knew and trusted, we're all for it. Yeah, so. I was like, the the limited experience with Heavenly <clears throat> that I've had has been positive. Yeah. So yeah. I'm willing to give them more chances yeah. to you know, give, and, give their flavors a shot. And you know, just to wrap things up, once again, when it comes to product testing, the one thing that stands out the most to me um, when I look at a product is you always got to think about your health. Just because they say it's shisha tobacco, you got to look at the brand. You got to look at, you know, a couple different things because you're about to inhale this product. <laughs> you're about to, you know, put this product to your mouth. You know, you're about to engage with this product for sure. And you just you need wanna, to make you sure. You want to make sure high quality ingredients are being used. Yeah. Yeah. Because the last thing you want is to just go out testing some cheap ass 
shisha tobacco just because they sent it to you for free and you're sick you're like i don't know what happens like oh yeah we forgot we're an up-and-coming brand and we don't know about batches and we kind of messed up this whole thing so sorry we had arsenic in your (laughs) i don't know just we accidentally put a bunch of cardboard shavings in there yeah we accidentally put too much glycerin so there's a chance you could get glycerin poisoning sorry we'll send you a new batch like no you can't have people just getting into this business mess around with your life like no so definitely um keep that in mind when it comes to product testing i know there's a lot of people that are reviewing uh that want to review Um, that's just going to be for sure my closing statements for any sort of product testing is just remember to look up the brand and you know and that goes even outside of hookah if you are you know in any other product testing thing just remember there are brands that might be approaching you because of your reach and you can you know boost their sales or boost their visibility but they may not always be the best brand or using the best materials so always always do your research just because it's free doesn't mean that you should use it the the internet exists like google search away and you know yeah yeah i mean we've had times where i've had a brand come across my desk um and i've looked them up and i couldn't find a website couldn't find an instagram couldn't find a facebook couldn't find anything and i'm like no i'm sorry i'm (laughs) i'm sorry where did y'all get this from who are you like how did you get our address (laughs) yeah absolutely Uh, not but yeah i think that is I think that's that. I what think you that's got? a wrap on that one. Yeah. All right. R&D with you and me on episode 40. Um, like always, you can catch this episode and all of our other episodes on thehookahpodcast.com. You can follow us on Facebook, The Hookah Podcast. Subscribe. Um, all of the other things. Uh, your boy Two Cup Tony is on Twitter. Us. The Hookah Cast, yep. I think is what it. it is. Yep um we out there we out there like i said i posted i posted bare face photo of me that was after a long long drive and long flight um yeah that's that Yeah, that was brave yeah i did a lot of driving man like nine hours one and a half days just holding it down i feel like i didn't even go anywhere man california is just oh you you need 10 miles Ooh, that's that's gonna be about two hours (laughs) that's gonna be a chunk of your day what Yeah, Yeah, so, uh, you California people, bless your heart. Just Godspeed. Y'all got five lanes and still can't get this stuff going. (laughs) Yeah, but it's because it it goes from, like, five lanes to, like, one and a half lanes in, like, 60 feet. It's it's ridiculous. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. That's that. That's that. Thank you all for listening, watching, engaging commenting thank you all for commenting on that facebook post that was, was pretty lit that was that was a lot of comments i think it's at like five so that's lit. a lot for us on our two, two or posts three of them are mine. <laughs> so uh yeah we'll catch you in the next one episode 41 we almost at a year baby hey catch you on the flip bye, bye. yeah, yeah cool. that was nice <laughs>